1: There's been a lot of conversation recently around the Vancouver School Board. Uh, on this program, we talked about the ongoing issues surrounding the relocation of Ideal Mini School. There's been conversation around potential school closures, uh, surplus property at the school, school liaison officers, budgeting. There's a lot uh, going on uh, at the Vancouver uh, School Board. Joining me now is Victoria Jung. She's the chair of the Vancouver School Board. She was elected in the 2022 municipal election and works in environmental consulting and has board experience with the Environmental Managers Association. Of BC. Victoria, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, you're a first time uh, board chair. I uh, just got elected, as I said, uh, last October. There's a lot of things going on at Vancouver School Board. I was just listing off uh, some of them. So let's go through some of these issues. Let's uh, touch first on the issue of the Ideal Mini School. I know we've been following that story on this show uh, over the last week or so. That's a school that has about 120 kids. And there has been conversation around uh, moving the students of that school to Churchill, which has over 2,000. Um, We did have Jen Yugama, who's the Ideal Mini School uh, PAC chair on this program, a couple times last week. Uh, She did speak to us on on this issue. Take a listen to what she had to say uh, in regards to why uh, the Ideal Mini School is important and why it should remain at the present location.
0: When I'm not fighting for my children's education, Uh I work as an architect. And I can attest to how important buildings and the built environment are to the success of whomever is occupying the building. It's my entire profession is focused on this. And for the core values of the ideal program, a small environment is essential. Having said that, if the school board had a plan that would accommodate ideal in a small environment, we would be open to listening to that, but they have
1: zero plans. That is Jen Ugama from the Ideal Mini uh, School PAC uh, speaking to us last week. Uh, and I know in the past there's been conversations about this is an operational decision, not at the board level. Uh, but you are also an elected official. You have a, a lot of sway because ultimately uh, the buck stops with elected officials. Um, your thoughts, first and foremost, is there a solution here somewhere that can be found that can accommodate these students and parents and their concerns?
0: Absolutely. So Ideal Mini School is actually a district program that is in the location it's in now. However, um, it is it can be moved because it is a district program. And I just would love to clarify that the reason why it's moving is to accommodate other school age children in the neighborhood and within that school community. And, and part of board policy is that we need to look at the, the quite often those will some community members will feel as though uh, things may be unfair and and we we sympathize, but we also have to look at the great the bigger picture and our policy says that we need to keep kids within that community in in community schools, and so we want them to be brought back to their neighborhood schools, especially the kids who currently are in elementary school going outside of their catchment mm-hmm. so the intent of this is to move that one program into Churchill, which allows for currently thirty seven uh, elementary school kids to return to their neighborhood school and also 20 um, kindergarten students who will be starting in the new year and I, I just also want to want to clarify though um, there are over hundred kids currently in ideal mini school program mm-hmm. uh, next year there'll be less than hundred uh, currently enrolled and and a part of this also is that when uh, grades uh, nine or sorry ten, eleven, and twelve, um, those students start to take courses in the high school at Churchill, and mm-hmm. so um, being able to, uh, they're adapting as they get older um, in those grades, and so this is this will be uh, uh, perhaps easier for those ages. But we do intend. Um, I mean, the Vancouver School Board are experts in education, and they've done this before. They've moved programs, so.
1: But what about the core concern like and I understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from, um, but parents are also saying the environment itself works for our kids, uh, and I don't think they'd be out protesting and talking to people like myself if they were, were concerned uh, if they weren't, weren't concerned about that environment that that environment changes when you move to a school of two thousand. Is there any way where there is middle ground where you can find a smaller, quieter uh, absolutely. environment that, we're, that would work for, for these parents?
0: I, I do that change is hard change is extremely hard, and we've seen that in in other programs and other schools and mm-hmm. and we acknowledge that there the current uh the current program will be put into um logistically will be in the building in uh an area and in a fashion that adheres to the mini school um guidelines. We don't intend um to to cause harm here mm-hmm. this is to accommodate. A larger group and so you know we 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 look at equity we look at our job in through many different lenses and um yeah unfortunately it it changes hard however the the vancouver school board right now um staff are looking at ways to accommodate and to listen to all of the families and the students and there has been a lot of engagement um staff have gone and spoken to the students and I'll say thank you to the Ideal Mini School students because they have come up with a lot of great ideas and they've provided a lot of feedback and all of that will be taken into account to come up with the solution. And so this was announced not long ago um, and the school board staff are looking at exactly what the picture looks like uh, moving forward for for September.
1: Let's touch on the other issue of school liaison officers. There's been a lot of folks who said, look, we, we do not like the way the program has operated in the past. Uh, at the same time, there are a significant amount of people in this community, your community, that are very supportive of the school liaison program. Give me a sense of where we're at and what the school liaison program will look like moving forward because it has been uh, a lightning rod for for broader societal conversation around around policing and everything else. Give me a sense of where we stand with school liaison officers in Vancouver and what it look like, the program itself.
0: We acknowledge this is a sensitive topic um, and... Our intent, to bring it back, and, and something that we we heard a lot from parents was that there was a gap after the program was removed. So the intent of the reimagined program is to look at the engagement report that was done that was quite extensive. It spoke to many different groups um, from the Indigenous uh, population, BIPOC. We... We took all that into account, and through the recommendations of the report, all of those recommendations have been looked at and are currently being discussed between the Vancouver School Board and the Vancouver Police Department, and so those range from... all sorts of different training from uh, sensitivity training and youth, youth services training to, um, unbiased training. And then we also looked at optically what that looks like. So will police officers be wearing uniforms? Will they, um, will they be driving police cars? So all of that is being considered. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Currently, um, w- we are in the process of the Vancouver School Board staff and the Vancouver Police Department staff. They're creating that MOU um, to build on that program.
1: Um, would a police officer carry guns, or is that part of the conversation as well? Just...
0: You know, I can't speak to the Police Act, and I believe that they have rules around um, what police do when they're on duty. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll leave that to the police experts.
1: Do you? Th- I mean, it's an interesting conversation because I, I, there's lots of folks who would call this show and say, "Look, we should have." School liaison officers, others, as you've said, are quite concerned in regards to uh, uh, certain uh, groups that have perceptions of police that may be different from others. And I understand that. And those concerns, uh, in many cases, can be legitimate as well. Um, But at its core, we will have some sort of school liaison officer program within these schools, and that will remain.
0: That is currently the direction it is going, yes.
1: Uh, Victoria, let's talk about the, the, one of the issues. And I was a, an old Vancouver School Board reporter, and this is a long time ago in the early 90s. And, and budget time uh, would come around, and there's always significant challenges in regards to you know, where those dollars are going to be spent. Um, I know you're going through budget process now. Where are we right now in regards to budgeting of the Vancouver School Board?
0: So we have currently had many meetings uh, with both stakeholders and the public around what our our uh, budget is looking like. We will approve it next week. Um, so we are looking line by line uh, and and seeing where where we can. Uh, reallocate and also address some other um, large programs that we have. For example, we offer a food program. It feeds thousands of kids in the city uh, each day. And we recently, uh, a generous grant from the ministry um, gave us a lump sum which we'll uh, we'll get for the next three years. So because of that, we're able to use it to maintain and to grow our current program. So that's also something um, we're working on through the budget process.
1: Now budgeting comes down to enrollment. uh, And how is enrollment in Vancouver, is it uh, sort of a slow and steady decline or is it increasing? We keep talking about density and trying to get more families in Vancouver. What has enrollment been like overall and, and how does that impact budgeting?
0: So enrollment in uh, the city has been declining since about 1997, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we are seeing a, an increase in the population. However, uh, school age, children and youth um, are in decline. And so because of that, uh, school, uh, school-age children that are coming to our public school system are declining, which means uh, decreased funding. So we're having to also manage that with our budget.
1: So does that mean, uh, in regards to just meeting your budget targets, um, are there going to be cuts just because of that? cuts in w- w- well just in regards to the overall budget i mean do you have uh you know i find every year when i used to cover as vancouver school Board years ago now there would always have to be savings somewhere maybe cuts in 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 operations in sure. programs being on offered
0: yes yeah, so so w- and and we asked staff to come back and report on how we can manage uh, our structural deficit and and what that would look like and so it it may be um consolidation it may be closures of, of, of programming, um, or sorry, relocating. I mean, it, it is a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to make the amount of money we have work. We're dealing with a large budget, but we also have 50,000 kids in this district. And so it is a little bit of a hiccup here and there. Um, but it, you know, the, the board is working together and it is, uh, Monday night, we will make a lot of decisions, um,
1: and- is it, there, but is it going to be tough? I mean, are, do you have the, even a, a surplus or even extra money if, in regards to perhaps deferring some of the challenges that are before you?
0: Yeah, so we we're in a massive structural deficit, um, millions of dollars, and, and our board policy says that we have to, we are required to have a uh, a surplus. And so we don't right now. Um, So we're we're currently working against board policy. We will balance the budget this year. Like that is our intent, and and you know that won't happen until next Monday. But there's the last few boards um, went through a large amount of our surplus, and so we're in the process now where we unfortunately have to look at everything with a fine tooth comb and rebuild that surplus so that we are adhering to our board policy and we're also, uh, looking at the future and not just in the moment. Um, but we're looking at what it, what it's going to look like next year and for the next 20 years.
1: Mm -hmm. Um Uh, you know, you're talking about budget challenges. You're talking about while well, you do have fifty thousand uh, kids that go to school at the same time, you're seeing a slow decline in regards to school age children, uh, which can impact budgets. You still have lots of property as well. Uh, there has been talk in the last little while, last few weeks, in regards to surplus land potentially. Uh, the Queen Elizabeth Annex, I think, was one that uh, that has been in the news recently. Is there a desire for for the district? to, um, get rid of surplus or what they deem as surplus land just to sell it off if if it's not needed at this point?
0: This is a really controversial topic. And I think, um, I, I I can speak for myself as a trustee and of course the board have had conversations around it. Mm -hmm. We need to look at what it's going to, you know, we're looking to densify the city and Current enrollment shows a decline. I don't know what it's going to show in 50 years. And so we have made decisions, the, the past board have made decisions to uh, long-term lease properties and to try and accommodate for what that looks like in the future. Of course, I, I don't have a crystal ball, so we just have to set it up so that... Um, we are taking all of that into account. Mm-hmm. The queen Elizabeth annex surplus, um, you know, was, was a tough decision and, and we're working through also, uh, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the French school district in the, in the province, but they, um, they have shown a great deal of interest in that. And so, um, they're looking at properties all around uh, the province to, to build on their school district. And so that was, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces with Queen Elizabeth Annex, but after looking at the, the enrollment and neighboring schools, the decision was to deem it surplus. And so our next step is to, um, to look at the disposition process.
1: Victoria, Jen, thank you for being here today.
0: Oh, thank you for having me, and I understand you had my colleague, uh, the Park Board Commissioner Jensen, on earlier, so shout out to him.
1: Yes, you had. we had him on. There's always lots of local issues to talk about, as Park Board or Absolutely. School Board or City Hall. Uh, it does not end. Victoria Jen, thank you so <laughs> thank much for your you time. Thank you for
0: having me. I appreciate it.